are back. It's the Joe Holka Show presented by Underdog Fantasy. This is a very important video. We're going to touch on one of the concepts that I don't think anyone is talking about, especially at the end. No spoilers. But today I'm going to give you five reasons that you consume too much DraftKings and FanDuel content. But before we dig in, I want to thank the sponsor of this video, RunTheSims.com, a premium fantasy tool site for season-long DFS and prop betting. A new spin on fantasy sports and DFS tools are leaning on 10,000 simulations for each and every game as the primary value driver behind them. And as many of you may know, I was so impressed of what they're building, Run the Sims is now the official tools partner of the Joe Holka Show, the exact optimizer and data that I'll be using to construct my own DraftKings and FanDuel lineups all season. And we talk about it a lot, but anytime you can find a system that just simplifies everything, one easy to use product, that's going to be incredibly valuable for every level of player. So if you'd like to make the smart move, like many from the community have already done, feel free to use the link in the description below to join us in leveraging the next frontier of lineup optimizers and simulation tools, which by the way, that link does support the channel. So thank you. And if you'd like $50 off of your NFL season bundle, be sure and use code Holka at checkout. I'm also going to be giving away four signed NFL jerseys at the end of the month. Absolutely free to join the giveaway if you register at Pristine Auction with, you guessed it, code HOLKA, or you can just use the link in the pinned comment of this video. All this stuff, though, takes literally less than 30 seconds to enter, so make sure you don't miss out. Would love to continue doing these giveaways throughout the season. Yeah, tell your friends. I need your help. All right, let's do this. Of course, all this is just one man's opinion, but it's come from someone who's been on all sides of the DFS content game for a lot of years. That should hold some weight, and I have no reason to lie. The first reason you're consuming too much DFS content is that skin in the game matters, at least to me. We're just going to start right off the bat with something that's going to make people mad. And I do agree that there's some useful fantasy information that can come from someone that does not play DFS seriously, but here's the thing. I personally prefer someone's opinions that carry at least some form of monetary consequence. And I feel that way about just about everything, by the way, not just DFS. I've always placed full transparency as a large priority in my own content. Take you two seconds to find my results. But the hot takes from people that are just playing a few dollars a week, I struggle with that. Totally cool to let someone like Michael Leone from Establish the Run victory lap his 5% Daniel Jones to Slayton stack in like the Thunderdome, because if he gets that wrong publicly, people are going to hear about it and he's going to give you real conviction. That's much different than his conviction for clicks and views. More or less, I don't want the I told you so guy that's playing the $3 play action in my life. The second reason that you're consuming too much DFS content is that early on, you want to really focus on consuming information, not picks. And we'll get a little bit more into what information should be classified as useful in number four. So make sure you stick around. But, but the key point here is there's definitely some long form content out there that can can provide value even if it comes out during the week. But these articles are really easy to spot because they're prioritizing information first and they're rarely speaking in absolutes about specific plays early in the week. You really just want to avoid these sleepers articles or videos that come out on a Wednesday because it can age, but not necessarily because the information is any good. And it's fine if you just want that entertainment. I just wouldn't waste my time with it. Not to mention, rarely do you ever see a field size specific picks article even later in the week. And that's important because a wide receiver can be a great play in small field tournaments and a terrible play in the millionaire maker, for example. And taking that a step further, some players are good plays in certain lineups and terrible plays in others. Say you're building a lineup with a chalky stack. That's totally fine, but you got to make sure that your fillers are making you a little bit more unique. More or less, I couldn't care less if he's a good value pick on a Tuesday and he happens to fit with my chalky stack. The third reason that you're consuming too much DFS content is that context and timing is the most important part of all of this. And plenty of times, we talked about this on the Tilt Space, I feel like almost every week, we're discussing that we weren't considering a stack earlier in the week because we thought it was going to be extremely popular. Then by 
by Sunday, it was obvious that it was going to go overlooked. So at that point, it doesn't even have to be an ownership thing, but sometimes just the tactical advantage of having that information later on is just crucial in lineup construction. Sometimes there'll be value that opens up through an injury, and then pretty much all the content beforehand is worthless at that point. Before I forget, the one thing that I want to clarify before we move on is that I think that picks content is totally fine and actually is really good the closer that we get to lock because of that context. So on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m., almost right up until kickoff, I do a really long stream. But the point of that is that I want it to be the most actionable piece of content that I produce all week as I've already built some teams. So the value that that show gives you in comparison to stuff that just comes out super early just isn't even close at that point. Come hang. I'll see you week one. Hit that notification bell so you don't forget. The fourth reason that you're probably consuming too much DFS content is beware of fancy stats and analysis because it's really not that useful. And we're going to get real for a second. I'm going to bring you through what a typical Wednesday is like as a content creator for a major outlet when you're basically up against the clock to get that article posted. So say I'm writing a stacks article. I'm going through the data, air yards, perfect. Denzel Mims, the air yards king. And he's cheap. Awesome. Move on. Maybe there's some regression coming because he's been seeing those deep targets. Sweet. I'm going to change that market share blurb from three weeks ago, and I'm going to put Mims's name on it with the right data. Perfect. Move on. Oh, nice. A wide receiver cornerback matchup as a bonus. Top 25 yards per route run. Sweet. Is this blurb long enough? And does it actually make me sound like I know anything about the slate? All right, good enough. I'll move on. I'm not saying that everyone does this, but it does happen. Just no one wants to admit it. As long as you get the proper SEO articles in the hopper, no one cares. Reason number five that you're consuming too much DFS content is that no one has all the answers, including myself and anyone who claims to, well, this is something that I actually feel pretty strongly about. These people that come on YouTube channels or write articles, they just have this really weird elitist feel about them. Why? Stop talking down to your audience. The people that are consuming your content or hanging out with you on a live stream, those are the most valuable people that you could ever have. I've always tried to just work through the puzzle together, like just be authentic. Sure, I'm happy to tell you what I would do given my experience, but please just do whatever you want with your money. If you like a certain pick, by all means, go for it. I lose plenty. I'm wrong a lot. I've had a decent amount of success in the industry for a lot of years, but just because I do a certain thing in game selection, for example, and it works for me, doesn't mean that you have to do the exact same thing. But there's a million reasons that you should be scaling back your DFS content because attention should always be earned. Too much information can actually be completely paralyzing at times and actually harmful to your overall mindset. So find analysts who aren't just interested in creating just to hit deadlines, but to actually provide you value, which is what I try and do.